Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And all I have to say is she's back. How are you doing, Morgan? I'm good. How are you doing, Zuber? I'm doing well. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for giving us some of your time uh, sure. this Wednesday morning. I've got three exciting topics for you. And the first one I think is important for a lot of people to hear. We're, we're going to pretend in this environment that you're having a conversation with one of your sisters. And we're going to talk about what kind of advice you would give them if they were going to, in the market for their first home. You know, home ownership is a big deal, right? If you look at the stats, uh, it's a it's a path to wealth generation. Uh, you know, the net worth of a homeowner versus not fundamentally different. But I don't think it's out of this world to say the housing market's changing right in front of our eyes. So, if your sister came down, you know, came to your house and said, "Hey, Morgan, I'm thinking about buying my first home. I want to do it now." What kind of conversation or questions would you ask? That's a good question. I think. For one, I would ask um, how, basically, how much do you have saved? That would be one of the questions that I ask. How much do you have saved for a down payment? Because mm -hmm. you're going to need that and you're going to want to be able to pay that comfortably. Um, I would ask, you know, how long do you plan on holding on to this property? Is it going to be long term? Is it going to be, do you plan on moving again in a few years? Um, you know, is it something that I think when first time home buyers, by especially like thinking about my husband when he bought his property mm -hmm. 10 15 years ago that was his first home he ever bought and he wanted to make sure that not only was it a good first home to live mm -hmm. in but it would make a great rental in the mm. future when he moved on from it you know smart so that's something to think about which yeah i think you would probably agree with that right yeah absolutely <laughs> i think he's a genius i don't know his name or else i'd say it but he's a genius yes, exactly um and so i would give her that advice um okay. And that's something that we've, you know, we still have that rental that's mm -hmm. it's a rental now and we've held on to it for over 10 years. So, yeah. Um, yeah. If I were, if I were going to talk to my sister or family member or, you know, aunt, uncle, mom, whatever it, it would really, I, I think in this environment, right. I, I, I've been studying the economy for 30 years and I think I would have an upfront conversation and basically say, great, congratulations. Obviously I'm a huge proponent, changed my life, all that stuff. But, but tell me about your financial situation, right? Totally. How secure is your job, right? Because I, I don't think it's unfair to say that some jobs are more secure than others. Yep. And, you know, maybe, you know, like in my profession, sales, software sales specifically, right? Working at a startup who has negative earnings and hasn't, you know, raised money, uh, their, their time is short, right? They have their burn rate could throw them out, right? Are you, are you in that position? Or maybe, I don't know, I'm just, are you a nurse and there's a huge nursing shortfall? Right. How secure is your job? I think that's where I would start. Totally. I think I think your idea about what's the plan for the house is great because I think it's fair to say again, first time homes aren't forever homes for most people, right? There's there's people, there's right. an evolution. Yep. So I think talking about that, and then you're right that how long you're going to stay there because again, even if the, I, mean, I I don't think there's a huge crash, but you know some markets will certainly adjust. Uh, so I think asking how long you're going to stay there is important because I think. I don't think a lot of people realize the transaction costs involved, right? Especially in selling, yes, right? Six, seven, eight percent. So if you're flat, like you put three and a half percent down, you're in it for two years, you have to sell for whatever reason, you're probably cutting a check, right? Yeah. At closing. Oh, most people, yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah, and I remember last year, um, I had some first-time home buyers, and they were they were so excited to be able to buy their first home and they got approved for, I think it was $300,000 loan conventional. And, um, 
and he and oh sorry there's a piece of fuzz floating on my face and um anyway it, it turned out you know we looked for homes for them and you know they got excited and then it turned out that he he wasn't able to keep the job that he had but he because he was doing i think pest control sales mm -hmm. you know and mm -hmm. like it was a good thing that he you know he was making some good commissions but only sometimes right you know, it was something that, exactly and the lenders they're going to constantly you know every three months or whatever they're going to recheck everything to see mm -hmm. if you're still pre-approved and eventually his loan fell through and you know it's just it's unfortunate with the when that happens but i think you're absolutely right you have to think about your financial situation you have to think about your job how secure is it what kind of money are you truly bringing in are you salary based you know mm -hmm. there's a lot of things you have to qualify for so yeah i think the other thing i would tell a relative friend family is the housing market of the next year is very different than the last two years yeah. I think there's a lot of first-time home buyers that are coming into this market and they probably have only experienced the last six months. And in my opinion, the last six months to a brand new homeowner is I have to overpay. I have to waive conditions. I have to do all of these things. Yeah. And I think the market of the next six, 12, 18, possibly 24 months is not that market. I would tell every first-time home buyer, you know what, Morgan, I don't want to look at anything that's not been listed for 30 days. Yes. <laughs> that is something I would, I, I've, already, I've changed my buying strategy. I'm not looking at anything that's not less. I don't care. If it's on the market for five minutes, five days, don't care. 30 days. Ah, now we, now we're talking. Now, now we we're talking, to, right? I know it's so true, especially right now. Like so many houses are, if they're going, if they're going to go quick, they're going to go quick, but a lot of them are really starting to sit for a while. And it's absolutely those ones you want to pay attention to. Yeah, days on if I was a first time home buyer or investor, days on market has gone from being irrelevant six months ago <laughs> to the only variable I look at right? today. Yeah, it is. Seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because again, why why is that important? It's because that's where you can find motivation. It's not a guarantee of motivation, yeah, but it's a sign that motivation might be there, right? Because as as a agent, you know this, right? Either you have a listing or you're representing the buyer. It's been on the market 30, 45 days. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't have anybody write a list price offer. Are you kidding me? Yeah, exactly. I'm not writing that. Anything. <laughs> yeah. Not really, but but no, it's true. When it's been on the market for that long, I mean, you're kind of guaranteed to get a price that's below what they're asking. Yeah, and let's be clear. In today's market, I wouldn't only go after price. I'd go after uh, closing costs. I'd go after contingencies. Go after closing costs. Go after all of it. Have them buy down the rate. <laughs> yeah, honestly, and this yeah. market you get totally creative like that. Absolutely. Yeah. So what, what's your sister's name? First name? Uh, Natalie. So Nat, I, again, if I was telling Natalie, I'd be like, Natalie, we're going to set up a, like Natalie, what, what part of the city do you want to be in? Let's say 93704. Okay, mm -hmm. great. We're going to set up a search for you. You want three or four bedrooms. So we're going to get rid of the little twos. Um, you, you want, I don't know, 2000 square feet or bigger under 600 days on market, 30 days or more. And I think in the short term, that list is probably not going to be very long. It's probably going to be smarter right. than we like, but the market in two months is going to be fundamentally different than the market we have right now. So Natalie, look at this, drive by, do your walkthroughs, look at it every day, look at drive by every weekend. And in 60 days, so call it August, you and I are going to start writing offers below list, asking for all closing costs, and they're going to buy down your rate. Let's get excited. But first, do the work. Um, that's kind of my advice to any buyer today is do the work now, but get ready for August, September, because I think the market fundamentally yep. changes in the very yeah, short order. 
I think you're absolutely right. And I think honestly, it's a, it's a time of, I feel like there's so much hype around this. Like, oh my gosh, the market's going to crash. This is so freaking scary. And oh my gosh, we're not going to be able to sell or buy or whatever. And it's like, you can look at it that way. And a lot of people are, or you can look at it as a big area of opportunity, honestly. Yeah. I I'm again, I, I mean, Jason does this all the time, but this is new for me. I'm marketing to homeowners that have 60% equity housing crash coming. There you go. <laughs> Call me. Seller financing, lock in your profit, maintain income, lower your taxes, reduce headaches. Every every seller with 60% equity is getting one of those repeatedly. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean- How many do you send out per month? Uh, we're doing a test run of 1,000. We're going to do cool. it one, uh, 1,000 one week and three weeks later, we're going to hit them again. But That's awesome. You have to yeah. let me know how it goes. Yeah, again, this is I, really for me, it's just living up to what I teach and talk about, yeah, right? So absolutely. I'm uh, curious, Zuber, where, where do you, how do you source most of your deals? Uh, so it's like, if you look at my portfolio to date, as it sits, I would say 70% came out of the MLS. Okay. That's right. Uh, again, that's historical speaking, uh, 20% network wholesalers, other agents. Again, I'm very big at telling everybody what I buy Yeah. and then, uh, 10% from actual sellers who I bought for from before. Right. They, oh, they, gotcha. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they, Just residual. Yeah. Residual. Yeah. That's so. very cool. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. And, and I guess one person, I got one on an auction site. Like I try to buy stuff on like auction.com. I got one uh, and then one directly from a bank who saw a project I was doing and said, Hey, I want to sell you one. So that's kind of the outliers, but that's everything. Nice. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So again, first time home buyers, kind of my message for Natalie, congratulations. Yep. Take a pause. Let's find out where you want to be. Let's aim to do something in August or September when I think the market is fundamentally different, where you, the buyer, have the power. Today, we're in that interesting who has the power, seller, buyer area. I think it fundamentally yeah. changes on yeah. July 20th. I think you're right. And then, um, yeah, it's let's go. And I final closing question. Yeah. If Nat Natalie comes to you and says, Morgan, should I get an adjustable rate mortgage, say five, seven, or 10 year, because my rate's four and a half, or should I get a 30 year fixed at, I don't know, five and a half, let's say it's a point different. What do you say? What do you ask? What do we do there? Gosh, I don't know. I think, I mean, you could go either way. I feel like where, what I, what I have personal experience in me and my husband, it's just a 30 year, you know, fixed rate. And I think most people that is kind of what they, they lean towards. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. I think my, my initial inclination is want to just say, go with this because it's mm -hmm. what I know. And this is, right. I know, this, I know how it works and I know there's security in it um, mm -hmm. to a great degree, but I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's, I, I, again, I'm a definitely, a, I, I basically what I would tell Natalie is Natalie, you know, do you like to gamble? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, if you're going to do an arm, Natalie, I would do a 10 year arm. Yeah, I've had I've had seller carries five years and it's frightening because they can always reset at the wrong time, which I had one do terrible yep. timing. Um, so if you're going to do an arm, do 10 because the average 10 years, eight years. So that that gives us a long time. Yeah. But my again, me to my sister, my sister's name's Ann. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> 30 year money all day long. Never change. You know, right. if it goes down lower later, refi. Uh, yeah. But I yeah. hate I hate it's like my biggest risk is interest rate. I actually spent the last year refining all of my apartments in the 30 year debt because I didn't want to have interest rate risk. Right. I studied the eighties 
where rates exploded. I'm like, I don't want to have that happen. I could lose a building if I have interest rate risk enough. So no, 30 year money all the time. Yeah. That's how I feel too. Awesome. Well, Morgan, if somebody wanted to go shopping, if Natalie wanted to buy something, how should they reach out? Um, they can reach out to me easily on Facebook or Instagram on Instagram. I'm Morgan Kennington realtor. And, um, you can also schedule a call with me. We can do zoom. We can talk about, you know, your home buying needs and whatever you want to talk about. There you go. And, uh, Natalie, just go see your sister. Come on. What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, Morgan. Amen. Thank you. Super.